Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action and create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology. Stories about the journey of amazing women in the tech field starts right now. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. This week, I will be speaking with Rhonda Cook. Rhonda is the Senior Director of the Federal Customer Success Unit for Modern Work at Microsoft. She is responsible for the adoption, consumption, and digital transformation of all United States federal agencies, military services, and intelligence organizations for Microsoft 365. She leads a team of 80-plus customer success managers and customer engineers who are responsible for ensuring the adoption and persistent usage of Microsoft 365 by introducing relevant Microsoft solutions throughout the federal government and connecting government and Microsoft leaders, product group representatives for proper alignment of the mission and goals with the current and future roadmap of Microsoft 365 portfolio offerings. Rhonda has and continues to build virtual and ad hoc teams with shared goals for team and customer success. She collaborates with partners, system integrators, and internal teams on solutions to educate the federal government on the latest options available from Microsoft and their partners. Rhonda joined Microsoft in 2006 as part of the U.S. Federal Service Delivery Team. Using her technical expertise, she worked primarily with customers in the Air Force, Marine Corps, and Army to deploy SharePoint solutions and support technical deployment teams in the U.S., Asia, and Middle East. Rhonda brought new and innovative solutions to the Army in the form of envisioning and modernization day engagements to enable effective accomplishment of the vision. She continues to deliver innovative solutions to the modern work productivity environment, like Teams Tuesday and the Program Management Office for Office 365 customer success for the benefit of all customers in her area of responsibility and beyond. Rhonda received her Master of Science degree in Business Management at the University of Maryland, a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science from Hampton University, and her elementary education certification from William Patterson University. She also holds a host of Microsoft Engineer and Administrative certifications. Welcome to the show, Rhonda. I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you, Jennifer. Sure. So let's get started. Um, Rhonda, can you share with us your career journey, how you got to where you are today? Absolutely. It was um, an evolution, I'll say. My, I started my first career as a teacher and I taught middle school mathematics. I knew that I was excited about um, mathematics and as I was maturing in my career as a teacher, I, I kind of knew that this was there, that there was more for me. And as a result, uh, I looked into different teaching and training opportunities 
and transformed into the IT world with a job teaching at a um, computer learning center. And in teaching at the computer learning center, not only was I able to learn, but apply that learning in a in a training format, right? So there, so there was no fear of messing up. And um, having had that opportunity, it actually catapulted my career in technology. So I had a lot of um, I had a lot of knowledge, and I had an opportunity to apply that knowledge and started looking for technical roles and technical positions, and landed a job at Microsoft. So very excited about that. And my career here and the people I've worked with have, have uh, brought me to where I am today, which is a, a director of customer success, as you mentioned. Uh -huh. So just really excited to have taken this journey and also want to mention that I didn't get here alone, that there were so many people on the journey with me as mentors and sponsors and uh, coaches and, and just friends who really helped me discover what was going to be great for me. That is so great for you to mention that because um, I love from teacher into technology. And when you were teaching, were you teaching technology? So when I started teaching, it was actually elementary school math. Okay. And then I moved into technology uh, with, with Microsoft Office, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. So I was teaching the Office applications like Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, things like that which allowed me to learn as I went along and kind of build my aptitude, really technical as a result. That's great. And I love that you said you didn't get there on your own. You had friends, mentors, leaders that, you know, took you on this journey with them. And I think that's great for women to realize that we are not alone. We're here to lift each other up. We're here to help each other. And so, you know, you, can start out in a career and be really nervous, but build your network. Absolutely right. You are amazing at building teams, both virtual and ad hoc, um, and your teams drive customer success. Can you share more about how you do this? The way in which I build teams is really a way in which I try to empower others. And with all-inclusive practices, making sure that I am taking advantage of everybody's strength and what they want to contribute to the team. And I think it goes a long way. I think it's appreciated that people are brought into the team and can contribute their, their best selves and what they bring, their best skills, what they bring to the table. And they're able to, um, to know what they are contributing and the value they bring to the team. People want to feel heard. They want to have their ideas incorporated. They want to feel valuable to the team. And I, and I believe I'm really good at bringing others together, whether it's for short duration, like you mentioned, ad hoc, or whether it's more for uh, a long-term um, engagement. I love that you said you empower your team. You know, you give them that autonomy in order to engage and be included. And you focus on their strengths. I love that because, um, you know, there is a lot of leaders focus on 
people's weaknesses and they can't change a lot of those things and it makes it very difficult in the work environment on a team but focusing on strengths is so smart and really gets you success so i love that Thank now mm-hmm. now um you're also very technical so tell us some of some of the innovative solutions that you've brought to the federal government Wow. Um, it's been a long career in working with the federal government, and I do have a lot of um, engineering certifications, but I would say that my most innovative solutions have really been focused on on individuals, on the business, uh, the customer's business. What I believe is probably one of the uh, best things or some of the innovative solutions I've brought to the table have been uh, our customer road shows. So going on the road to inform customers, uh, especially our federal government, which is located all over the world, mm-hmm. right? Going out to each customer and being able to share how Microsoft can help and support and enable and engage them in their mission, right? So the road show was one of those. Another really recent is Teams Tuesday with the advent of COVID, a lot of people went working remote Uh and there was um, no way for people to communicate easily to be able to get the job done and or to continue work as normal. And what we found is that on Teams Tuesday, we were able to bring people together from all over the federal government into a single learning environment and learn how to be productive together. So Teams Tuesday was every Tuesday. There was a there were two 90-minute sessions to train on how to use Microsoft Teams. Uh, it was part of how we do business and customer success. So it was advantageous to our customers as well as to our business. That's awesome. Really innovative solutions that really foster an environment of learning. I love that because, you know, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm sure you are too with all the certifications you have, but we can never stop learning because when we stop learning, we don't grow. Absolutely agree, especially about growth. It's And it's important for me to be able to capture some of those those innovative solutions, as you call them, so thank you. Mm-hmm. So um, to capture those innovative solutions and be able to make them better. And I can only do that through inclusive teams and asking for feedback and, and getting um, perspectives from other people who come from a different, who, who are diverse, mm-hmm. right? Diverse in their education, diverse in their socioeconomic background diverse in culture and what they bring to the table as a result of their experiences. So being able to build, being that lifelong learner and being able to build on things that have been created years ago, make them feel new and fresh, especially with the ideas of others. Even generational uh, diversity is exciting for me. I love diversity. You get so many perspectives. You get so many great ideas that if you had everybody from the same background or the same education or the same, like you said, socioeconomic uh, status, you're only getting one perspective. When you have a diverse audience, um, it is so powerful. It's so amazing. Absolutely agree. That's great. Now, as a leader in your field, let's talk about 
your path to leadership. You say it was hidden, unspoken, and invisible to some. I was intrigued by that. Tell us more. Well, uh, oftentimes, well, per, I'll talk about my personal perspective, mm -hmm. where um, I knew, I didn't always know I wanted to be a leader. And through coaching and through um, working with some of my mentors, there was opportunity to discover things about me that um, I didn't realize were so valuable, right? Skills that I brought to the table, like bringing teams together or coaching people on how to deliver great results and didn't realize that those would be valuable leadership qualities. So it was hidden from me mm. that that was what a great leader looked like. So, and then in terms of that path to leadership, not, I didn't know when mm -hmm. the opportunities were available or didn't have anyone to coach or foster me into leadership opportunities. Like, oh, Robbie, you should probably go for that role. Or I think you'd be great in a role as a leader doing this job or another. And, and that's why I say it was hidden because I was not coached or mentored by very many people who knew. And, right. and it was unspoken while I saw some of my peers move into mostly male, you know, it's, it's the, the tech industry is a male dominated environment and it, it's getting way better. Mm -hmm. But uh, most of my peers watching them excel into leadership. Um, I thought if I just kept my head down, did great work, somebody would notice. Mm -hmm. And the and as you get into the higher levels of leadership, that's just not what happens. Yeah, you have to you have to make some very conscious, deliberate moves to get, you know, into leadership positions and then to keep growing. Now, you said you had some qualities, these leadership qualities that you didn't even know you had. How did you discover them? Was there a project given to you that uh, you then realized how well you did? And, and then you started thinking, wow, I'm good at this and I like to do it. I have a passion for it. How did you discover that? I wish I could say it was self-discovery, <laughs> but it absolutely wasn't. Um, I just developed an, a knack of creating strategies and tactics to, uh, to apply and accomplish those strategies, like the Roadshow or Teams mm -hmm. Tuesday, um, to be able to create um, great projects, great engagements, and be able to deliver those successfully through other people. And other people noticed, managers, mentors, um, people who were in the room that I wasn't in who could mention my name and say, you know what, Rhonda is great at this and she should be uh, fostered into the next leadership position. Or if she goes for another leadership position, she should, um, she should be offered an opportunity. So you had champions. So uh, I had champions mm -hmm. and sponsors. That's awesome. That's awesome. And how did you build these champions and sponsors? Did you just, you know, walk the, the talk, you know, did exactly what you promised you said, and, you know, you built those trust relationships? Or how did you impress them enough to do that? I know that was absolutely multifold in that there there's maybe 50% do great work, deliver great work. 
And then the other 50% is networking mm -hmm. and knowing who um, can coach you, knowing who can sponsor your name into a room, uh, networking to share your experiences with other people because they may not necessarily know. So it, definitely multi-pronged approach to, to doing great work and evangelizing on the great work without being boastful or arrogant. Mm -hmm. I love that because it really shows me your strategic mind, right? It's <laughs> you have that strategy always working. So the networking is definitely a strategic move and very important move for all women, really for all people, but you need a network to support you. You can't do anything by yourself. And so that's great. Stay tuned for the rest of today's interview after a brief word from our sponsor. Are you an expert in your field? Are you a woman who values thought leadership? We'd love to have you join us as a guest on an upcoming episode of Tech in the Right Direction. Visit us at directionstraining.com forward slash podcast to apply today. While there, be sure to check out Directions Training's newest initiative, the WIT Cloud Power Scholarship for Azure Fundamentals Certification. This year, we have offered 100 scholarships to women for the Microsoft Azure Fundamentals Training Course, valued at $950 per student as an opportunity to start their pathway to becoming a Microsoft Certified Professional. Help us continue to drive social change and the advancement of women in the technology industry. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. We now rejoin our host, Jennifer Didier, with today's guest. Now, you know, we talked a little bit about diverse teams and how great that is and, and how important it is uh, to have very successful results. But sometimes, you know, maybe their differences are not what you're looking for or they don't kind of fit with the team. What, what are some of your uh, best practices to manage a diverse team and embrace their differences so that they feel inclusive? I think the first thing you have to do is is realize that it's not just a team, but a team is made up of individuals mm -hmm. and knowing each person and their strengths, being able to talk to each individual, understand how they thrive, how they show up for you, how they do their work, and then provide them opportunities to be able to showcase their skills. That's been provided to me, or I've made opportunities to showcase my skills so other people can see what those are. And then based on each individual, you'll meet their needs, and then they'll want to meet yours as a result. They'll show up for you. That's great. Yeah. So, um, you know, some of the inclusive behaviors that, that we um, practice at Directions is, you know, we always make sure people feel included. We do engagement surveys. We do uh, lots of one-on-one uh, -on -one, uh, calls through HR. What are some of the inclusive behaviors that provide opportunities for everyone? What would be some things that you practice to make people feel included? You know what, that's a great, great question. And we um, at Microsoft, have uh, introduced 10 inclusive behaviors oh. and these behavior. Yeah. And it's a way in which we operate um, on a day-to-day -day basis. It's really embraced, which I think is phenomenal. 
Uh, one of those is be brave, right? Be brave enough to show up as yourself. Be brave enough to share um, on a call where you normally may not. Another example of those might be um, understanding each person's contribution. That's one of the things I just explained, knowing what each person brings to the table or making a habit of asking questions and being curious, staying curious long enough to get to the impact that somebody may not even necessarily know they're delivering or ensuring every voice is heard. Not everyone wants to contribute verbally, but potentially everybody can contribute in some way. Uh -huh. So some, per some people may show up in a phenomenal PowerPoint, but they never speak up on a meeting, uh -huh. right? So their contribution should be valued, right? So ensuring everyone is heard or ensuring everyone is heard until they feel understood because it's not necessarily all about me. Well, I can't say necessarily. It's not all about me. <laughs> no, that's great. That's you, you want to have a voice and it's really important for women to take your advice uh, because a lot of times we don't get a seat at the table, but then when we get a seat at the table, we are not able to speak up. So building that confidence to speak up and share is so important. I'll tell you my personal experience. Many, many years ago, I was on like three different boards and they were all male. And to get my idea or my voice even heard or even to say something was almost impossible. And over the years, I've learned that, you know, I am going to make my voice heard. And as I did it more and more, everybody came back and said, wow, that was a great idea. Thank you for saying that. And, mm -hmm. you know, I for how many years early on in my career, I did not do that. And now I'm like, wow, if I had done that earlier, would, would things be different? You know, you don't know. But I'm happy that I've changed. Yeah, I understand. And not taking everything personally right. is one something I had to learn in retrospect. Um, you know, one of our inclusive behaviors is if you have a strong reaction, ask yourself why. Mm -hmm. And it could come from a, an assumption that I've had that is untrue or unfounded. So in, in those examples, I, I try not to take things too personally. I try not to internalize them because it could be just where the other person is coming from based on their background. And that's really important in working in diverse environments. So true. You know, it makes me think of unconscious bias, right? Yes. Uh, you just don't even know what you don't know. And some things come from your background. Some things come from your upbringing. Some things come from your experiences. And you have no idea that you're even biased about something until it happens and to be absolutely. aware of that is so important. So you're absolutely right. The assumptions, um, you, you need to question, why is this happening? Why am I feeling that way? So I love that. Now, as a woman in tech, you know, what are some of your challenges? Because it is a male dominated industry and you said it's getting better. Um, what have you had as challenges and how have you overcome them? Well, I think one of those ways is um, to look at all of my surroundings. So I believe I've been passed over for promotions and, and things of that nature. Um, 
but I can't take it personally. I have to look at all of the surroundings, right? All of the surrounding factors, like who's doing the hiring and who's, you know, who's the hiring manager I would work for. Uh, what perspective um, or what, what is the, what is the goal of the role at this time? Mm -hmm. So I've gone for management positions and it may not have been a time for the skills that I had. Now, of course, it's easier to say right now <laughs> than it was when I was being, when I feel like I was being passed over for the, for that promotion. But mm -hmm. now it is, it is much easier for me, you know, in, in this career maturity, it's easier for me to understand as I am now a hiring manager, it's easier for me to understand how to look for the right talent for the right job at the right time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as you hire people, you realize um, that's such a difficult task, I will tell you. <laughs> uh, you. You think you might know somebody and then they're a totally different person or they might be even better than what you thought they were gonna be, so. Oh, that's happened in both ways. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, um, not taking it personally is also easier said than done, but um, it is a very important piece to know that, okay, this is not my only opportunity. I'll have another opportunity. It's going to come. It will be the right thing at the right time. And I think you've seen that in your career as you've uh, grown in your leadership. Absolutely agree. Thank you. You're, yeah. you're right. It's not easy, but it is in fact a, a, a you'll get there with, with uh, professional maturity. Yeah, no, that's great. So in closing, um, what advice would you give to a woman who might be considering a career in the tech industry, but is not really sure, you know, uh, on the fence that technical is not for them or technology is not for them? What advice would you give them? You know, the tech industry is so broad now when I was looking at the tech industry, there weren't as many opportunities. But what I would advise is find something that interests you. Mm -hmm. Find something that you can really be passionate about. There are things with uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. There are themes around supporting our environment and carbon neutrality. So if you're you know, an environmentalist and really concerned about you know, the, the United States and the world as a whole, mm -hmm. there's an opportunity there. If you're really interested in, in the bits and bytes and want to get deep technical, there's opportunity there as well. So find what's exciting for you. And then once you find that niche of what's exciting for you, find supporters and leaders who will pour into you, not necessarily from a understanding your technology, not from the perspective of understanding the technology, but ensuring that you stay or ensuring that you grow mm -hmm. as a professional in your field, ensuring that you have opportunities to continue to grow in, in your chosen field. Someone who has awareness of the industry and not just tunnel vision into where your company is going in that industry. So, so find leaders and people who will pour into you and coach you throughout your career. I'd say there's always someone. And then if you believe that you've worked with all of those someones, 
then you go pour into someone else. I love that. So find your passion, build your network, and then give back. I love, 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 Absolutely. love that. Thank Great you. advice. Great and advice. You said it so much better than I. Thank no, you. you did. Summing that up. I love perfectly. it. That's even better now. <laughs> no, you said it perfectly. Um, Thank you, Rhonda. This was such an honor to have you on my podcast. Um, I could talk to you all day, but I think we are kind of running out of time. So I just want to tell you, I really appreciate you and hope to have you on a show in the future. Thank you so much, Jennifer. It's been a pleasure and uh, have a great day. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. From IT skill enhancements to end user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum on-demand courses for IT professionals or end users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.